Hello, welcome to the Cowboy Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Granarad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week. Inside, Inside Edge, Edge Community, community. Five, 5, 4, four 3, three two, 2, 1. one. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's stream. We've got an exciting Wednesday slate of baseball. We've got a couple afternoon games starting uh, not too long after the stream finishes up. And uh, we have a very special guest joining us today, Dave, a.k.a. the sports betting conciliaire, I think. I actually said I had to I, I've never had to do this before. I had to like go and go to Google, type in the word like, how do you pronounce this? just to make sure I didn't butcher it. Uh, but welcome. Appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us. Uh, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm good. I've been up uh, I've been up early here in Vegas, uh, you know, recorded another uh, show this morning and then got you guys here, and then we'll get ready to do Bostonian versus the book. But we're good. I mean, anytime, you know, somebody reaches out and says, talk baseball, let's talk baseball, and shoots me a text and says, hey, how about Wednesday? Done. Perfect. Came into Cubs stuff. I saw you came into Pitt stuff. I like the Pitt stuff. But I came into Cubs stuff because if you can't beat them, you got to join them. And the Pirates can't beat the Cubs. I'm sure we'll get to that shortly. But that's why I'm wearing the Cubs stuff. Yeah, and you're yeah. Uh, you're a Pirates fan, right? I am. I was, uh, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. And um, I was at the 1979 World Series at Three River Stadium, Game 3. But I played with a couple uh, guys on the Pirates, had kids on the team, and I played with them in T-ball and my, you know, minor league and stuff. So, yes, the Pirates, um, them and the Penguins and the Steelers are the longest relationships I've had in my life other than my parents. So I've known Rose them Marie my whole life. Home Can't get away from it. You lived in Pittsburgh for a short amount of time. Yep. You saw what it's like there. Yes, I'm a Pirates fan. It's tough sometimes, though. But uh, yes, I'm a Pirates fan. Yeah, it is. It is definitely tough. The Pirates, uh, you got to respect a, a lifelong Pirates fan, just oh. putting themselves through through the torture. And you know, you know, it's gonna happen one day, right? You're gonna you're gonna win a ring, and it's gonna be one of the best moments of your life. It's gonna be fantastic. I feel what it's like for years in the books. I had people come from Chicago and bet the Cubs to win the World Series, and we would go, you know, this is just for this year and not your lifetime, <laughs> as we would give them the tickets. And they would laugh, and they would go, ha-ha, one time. And then when it happened, like, people cried tears of joy. I'll be close to crying if this Pirates can just get to the World Series. They got a couple times in a, a few years ago in the wild card game, ran into Jake Arrieta. Ran into Madison Bumgartner, one game duns. But yes, it will be uh, it will be glorious, and I do believe that it will happen again. If I stop believing, then I just I I don't want to be a fan. So I believe. You, you sound like me as a Rockies fan right now. Same. It's it's tough. <laughs> yeah. It's, you we, but we, you got to the World Series. You you've been there. I mean. Yeah. 2007, we're, we're swept by the Red Sox. But hey, you know it all comes down to just. Now just squeaking in the playoffs. And then, as you know, in baseball, if you can get hot for a month, anything can happen. I mean, that's oh. – you just got to you just gotta have a, a seat at the table. And right now, 
I don't think either so, one of those teams. That's all you there. want, but I mean, now with the seat at the table, they're changing the the, the place settings. They were adding playoff yeah. teams. I don't even know. I'm not even sure exactly what the playoff format is this year. Nick and I, I always mean, talk I about really this. We're know. like the, the way they communicate this stuff. Like we're like, wait, how do the playoffs change this year? Are we are we changing like the pitch clock this year? Are the bags bigger? What? Like, <laughs> yeah, like is is doubleheader is seven innings or nine innings? I mean, it took until the first one actually happened this year for me to be like, oh, they're back to nine innings for some reason. It was a nightmare in the book. We had this oh, yeah. thrown upon us after COVID shut everything down and we all got laid off, but they called me back. I get to come back and they're like, all right, baseball's going to start, but we're adding another playoff layer. We're, we're, uh, we had to change all the odds. And now this year they were going to change no shift. I watched the first baseball game. Everybody's shifting. I said, well, well, it's the penalty for the shift. They're doing it. But that's not till next year. Oh, okay. We're going to change the size of the base. Well, when are they doing that? Are they moving it six inches closer to first? I don't understand. I love baseball. They don't convey the rule changes in this stuff very well. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, so, Dave, uh I'm sure that many people in the chat are familiar with you and what you do. Uh, I know as we were getting geared up, as people saying, excited for today's guest. Big fan. Nice. Uh, but for anybody who might not be familiar with you, where you've been, what you're doing right now, uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, all right. Born and raised in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm 51 years old. So 1970, I was born. Grew up around sports all my life. Jack Ham was my next-door neighbor for a few, like, six, seven years when they were winning Super Bowls, the, the back two. So just got an up-close view of all of it. And was a pit guy, like this, the thing you're wearing. And I went to Penn State as an undergrad. Um, played club hockey there. Played sports growing up, pitched and stuff and, and, and all this stuff. Graduated school after switching my major from finance because of a statistics class and an accounting class. In my sophomore year, I said, there's no way I can keep doing this. So I got into the media. I had an internship at KDK TV that changed my life, changed my major, went back, did that. Graduated school with the plans to go be a media guy. Back in the day, in the late, early 90s, nobody was talking about all this stuff. So we're just talking about sports. I'm covering a high school football game in 1996. It's snowing, it's raining, it's all this stuff. And I had been asked about three or four months earlier if I wanted to move to Aruba to help run an offshore sports book. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I'm the oldest of five. There's no way I'm telling my mother that I'm moving to work at a bookie joint on an island. There's no way. I, I can't. That day, I was covering the game. My shot sheet was getting all wet. I almost got run over on the sideline twice. Called the guy and said, is the offer still stand? He said, yeah, I'm not in Aruba, though. I'm in Curacao. He said, done deal. I picked up and left and basically got a PhD in the business. It was the best grad school I could have done. thought that grad school's a bad idea. I mean, go get an MBA and stuff is good. I went and got a life PhD in sports books. So I did that for almost two years down there, a little stint in the Dominican Republic, Curacao, hopped over to Aruba to play golf one day, all kinds of stuff, great stories, come back to the United States, landed Pittsburgh in February. You've been there, Nick. I have. It was nine degrees. The yeah, pilot said, welcome to Pittsburgh International. Yeah, 
He goes, it's nine. And I looked at my now brother-in-law who was with me down there, and I said, you know how cold that is? He said, we've been in a place where it's been 65 to 80 for the entire time we've lived there. We're in trouble. So I got out of the plane and went to the car after getting the bags, and I was like, I got to get out of here. So stayed, did a handicapping service, did all kinds of stuff in the business, but couldn't find anything. Moved to Phoenix to learn the furniture business. So it just became a better, was calling guys, and there was still no internet wagering at the time. It was all 800 numbers and calling people. End up meeting my now wife, who lives in Las Vegas. She's originally from Pittsburgh, but she moves down to Phoenix. We're hanging out down there, and then we end up, you know, getting engaged, having our daughter, and she says, we got to move to Vegas. Done. So her parents live here. We moved to Vegas. I stay, I'm a stay-at-home dad, and I'm playing hockey, and at the rink, I meet a guy who's the director of valet at the Gold Nugget and says, why don't you come to the sports book? I'll hire you in a heartbeat. Say, okay, it's a good idea. Get out of changing diapers every day. Come work a couple shifts, whatever. I go and I meet Chris Andrews, who's now the director of the South Point. He's the director at the Gold Nugget. He's from Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. Conversation lasts about five minutes. He goes, all right, I know you know all the right people, and I know you know what you're doing. You want the job, you start on Saturday. I said, Chris, it's Thursday afternoon. i got to check with my wife. He said, if you want the job or not, I'll put your stuff through. I started writing tickets at the Golden Nugget. I was there for four years. CG Technology, Cantor Gaming comes out to Vegas. Guns are blazing. We're going to open up a place at the M Resort. Uh, it's the other side of the world for me in Vegas, but i got to take a shot because they're going to – me a bump up in pay, you know, because when you start writing tickets back then, I made $10 an hour. Well, now I was going to get a little bit more. So, okay, let's go do that at the M Resort. We, from the M, we did like six and a half years there, Cosmopolitan, two years, Venetian, and then PASPA passes. And it's like, wow, <laughs> opportunities. We're going to move. We may move. I take a director job at the Wheeling Island Casino in Wheeling, West Virginia. Prodigal son returns home. Here we go. We're going to move the kids. We said we were going to move when our oldest started kindergarten. I got three daughters. She just turned 18 last year. We're still in Vegas. I never, I leave for eight weeks. It's a total disaster. I come back to Vegas. They won't let me work in the books now. They said, you got to come back in the room. Do the odds making, do everything you did in the offshore days, sit and take the bets, make the numbers, move all this stuff, help directly with us. I had to take the job, and I did that until the day uh, we sold the William Hill Caesars, September 1st, uh, 2020. Wake up 10 days later, not knowing what I'm going to do, unable to talk. I had a stroke. My daughters were home because of COVID, thank God. They saved my life. We called 911. I get there, take out a uh, blood clot off my brain, and miraculously I wake up and can talk. And I've become a media person since talking about sports betting, former odds maker. I like to say an out-of-work odds maker, but a full-time media guy. So a lot of stories and a lot of experience, and now I'm doing shows. I'm doing like four and a half hours of content every day. I do Bostonian versus the book in the morning. I'm on Sports Grid and Sirius XM uh, 159 in the evenings, 4 to 7 Pacific. 
I have my own podcast channel called Cash Considerations. I love talking about the business. I always love talking about the business. Um, and I kind of know how the sausage is made. I always say, can we swear on this thing, Nick? Absolutely. I say nobody knows shit every day. Literally about life. But in the book, everybody thinks they know shit. And they come into the book and they tell you their plays and they notice and they know that. And it's yeah. the book. You just take the bets and move on. So now I get to say it and talk about it every day. And I don't have to, like, worry about, like, the first half of, uh, you know, <laughs> Northern Virginia Hampton game, like during college basketball season. I can just focus on the stuff great. I want to focus on. What's that? I say Hampton basketball is great. I know this. That's There's, See, now yeah. that's what I mean. A statistics guy, BC, yeah. he's going to hit me with this Hampton basketball is great stuff. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say, I, I, I hear from bookma- bookmakers, they always say, like, as a better, you know, you can find the holes. And then as the the sports book, you're always trying to keep the holes plugged. And, you know, there's the cheek oh. in the armor that the, the betters can find, right? I, my buddy, Chris uh, Bennett, he's, he's the, the second guy in command at Circa. He said it best at Bet Bash. I heard it, and I was like, that's the best way to describe it. You're playing defense in the book. You're playing offense as a better. Mm-hmm. You can pick and choose. You know where you're going. The book's just kind of reacting, moving a number here, moving a number there, and trying to just earn off the vig. So I've seen it from both sides. I mean, I, I, you know, when I was, you know, when we got home from Curacao, I thought I knew everything, and I was betting. And then, you know, I had a, a a book that I played with, and he was like, "I'm not taking your bets anymore." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I can't, I can't beat you." And I was like, "I'm just having a good year." Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you took year. my bets my whole life, you know, and now you're not going to take my bets. He's like, I can't. I said, well, just call me when you need something, and I'll tell you if I want to take some. And that's how it started. I was like, all right. And then when I came to Nevada, I've been working in a book since, so it's it's easy to see how it works from both sides. Yeah, and that's really good perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that yeah. helps you like, yeah, that's break down these games. So I'm excited to to have you on and. I know baseball is a passion here, so let's. I love uh, it. Yeah, and there's yeah, there's not a whole lot of people with uh, that much experience on on both sides of this game, who are yeah. uh, out and just willing to willing to share the love, talk about the stuff with us. So we appreciate. Well, hopefully, that very we much. can find some winners today. And like you know, you guys know me, and and you know, I mean, I had the pleasure of meeting Ben, you know, face to face, and and his dad while he was here in Vegas. Hopefully, Nick, next time you're here, swing by, yeah, uh, and say hello, but. I, I, you know, I'm trying to help people like people, you know, they go, oh, you work for the books or, oh, you do it. No, I, I, I'm trying. I mean, everybody's trying to find winners, the book included. Yeah. So you just find the good numbers and then, you know, you watch the games. What's better than that? Right. That's exactly. what I tell people. It's yeah. a little bit of perspective, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so speaking of winners, uh, let's see if we can, uh, if we can find one in Pittsburgh today, uh, Got the uh, category number one. Gonna hop into some baseball. Brew boys. The way you swept me off the field. You know you could have been a broom. All right. Uh, so, speaking of winners, uh, the Pirates have not been able to find a win in this series against the Cubs. Wins have been kind of hard to come by for the Pirates this year. Uh, 
is that is that is that a is that a lead in or is that yeah, a shot? It, I'm trying to figure. Is that a brushback pitch, yes. Nick, or what? What yes. is that? Hey, Dave, were you watching the game last night? I want to ask you that first. Pirates and the Cubs. Yeah. No, I was watching hockey, but I saw Vogelback. Yeah. I, so Vogel Vogelback had that happen. The next top inning, half of the inning, Michael Chavez had a throwing error, and then uh, he also just misplayed a. a fly ball so it was an infield fly rule and and nobody caught the ball so no no one caught the ball and then he got the ball and everyone's yelling like throw to second throw to second because the guy on first is holding up he's looking at third base for some odd reason and whoever i think was Contreras is at first or whoever it was just runs right to second it was little league type crap i know you have a you know some kids who play ball like they they know the rules there like what are we doing man so I coach my daughter's fast pitch uh, travel softball team. My oldest is now a freshman and uh, finished her freshman year at CSN, the JUCO here, College of Southern Nevada. So um, seen it, done it, played it. You know, I would have called timeout right there and had to pull somebody off the field if that would have happened on our team. It would have been, I saw the highlight and I was like, did that really just happen? I was waiting to wake up this morning to my timeline filled with the pop-up mist. I took the preemptive strike and put out the uh, Vogelbach. Hmm. Bad scent. But you got the – the guy really is a big guy. He can't yeah. run. What was the third base coach thinking? I can't send the guy. And he sent them the bad slide. He slid kind of and stopped into the dirt. Very frustrating. Um, it's been a rough week for Pittsburgh people, Nick. Yeah. The Penguins lost to the Rangers. Okay. Season over in hockey. Now the Pirates are playing the Cubs after playing the Reds, getting no hit over the weekend. And somehow that's the game they won in the series. Baseball's incredible, isn't it? Baseball's a wonderful now we go, Now we play the Cubs, and this is... Smiley. We got Smiley on the bump, but we don't know who, Nick, uh, the Pirates have. TBA. TBA, which <laughs> they're trying to figure out yeah, who they I, uh, put up I didn't. I didn't realize that it was TBA. When uh, when we sent you the game yesterday, it makes it kind of hard to hard to bet on it if you don't, <laughs> don't know. No, it really pitching. it really doesn't. You you just bet the sweep. I loved I loved the thing, the broom, and and this is an old wise guy thing. I've seen it in the book for years. Bet the People sweep. People will they'll bet the dog in this. Oh yeah, situation to to avoid the sweep, right? Because they can't avoid the sweep. And I had yeah. some old sharp guys in bookies say bet the sweep, and. Should be one of those where I mean, even this goes back to Curacao. I look over at my brother-in-law, it would be you know two straight like this in a series, and he'd be like, we'd see a bet come in from one guy or two guys, and he's like, bet the sweep. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna need the favorite, and, you know. So you over move it, let people bet the dog, in a book, especially if you got it under 150, which it's I mean it's 150 right now, but I mean, yeah, I, it's Cubs or nothing. I ain't looking to bet the Pirates today. No way. Especially with that bullpen. I mean, oh. up there with the Rockies right now. <laughs> oh. uh, just, yeah. And then last night gave up a, a blast in, in the, the late innings. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot going right for this team right now. Um, no. So I, I'm I'm going to probably be on the Cubs. I, I just don't see how I can bet Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, no. Pittsburgh's a mess. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing who they trot out to the mound today. Uh, I'm seeing in some places it's Mitch Keller, who I had a little bit of hype coming into the year, but he's been the same Mitch Keller that he's always been, which is not a good pitcher. 
yeah. other other reports though, we might see uh, Ronsi Contreras take the mound for the Pirates Ooh. today, which which okay. I think would be exciting. Is he a prospect? Yeah, he is. He is a, a very very highly regarded prospect. He was the the big piece of the the trade that sent Jamison Tyone over to the Yankees. Okay, big, big return. Uh, so he's twenty. Would this be his first major league start, Nick? Uh, he made one start last year. Okay, uh, and he's made three appearances out of the pen this year in right. in long relief, uh, and he's looked he's looked good. Uh, so his two relief appearances this year, he went three innings each time, once against the Nationals, once against the Brewers. Uh, only gave up two hits total across the six innings with ten Ks. Like that in those six innings, and this guy's twenty two. So I love a, betting first time starters. Um, that's another one of those things that I just saw for years and years and years people would come up to the counter and go oh, this guy's making his first start and bet against them but you have to understand that the players abc and this guy for the first time ever uh-huh. in person and all they got is some report from the advanced scout that says look for this or this they're in the batter's box at a major league game trying to look at the timing like they haven't seen him pitch at all they may not have video from wherever he came from or know seen him before so i love betting those guys so if he if he starts the pirates might be a little more live the under may be in play because mm-hmm. it's not like the cubs are gonna light it up and then by the time you figure out his stuff he, he's out of the game by he's out of the, the game third, fourth inning because they're not gonna pitch him deep so that's a really good point i've done the same with uh backup quarterbacks in college football even nfl right you get these crazy line moves of like eight points right and then so a lot of times these backups, they they don't do enough to lose you the game, so they, they cover the spreads. So kind of the same thinking, right? It's almost you're playing the opposite of, of the market move. So uh, I like that point. 100%. When they have a good defense, the backup quarterbacks are gold mm-hmm. in the NFL. Uh, so are we, uh, are we all in consensus, though, on the Cubs here? I know, Dave, you like the Cubs. Ben, yep. are you taking the Cubs? Are you taking the now, Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll go with the Cubs. All right, and I am going to lock in the Cubs as well. Uh, probably just going to take the money line as far as my lean right now. Got to see. Yeah. I, of course, can't, can't actually fire up a bet until until we see who's on the mound for the Pirates. Uh, showing best price uh, on the money line for the Cubs at minus 148 right now over on Circa. Uh, so going to lock that in over on Betstamp. One time. For me, Circa has been sharp, sharp with their numbers, man. I tell you what, for for baseball, yeah, it's and they're actually it's not close them having the best price. Uh, Mm -hmm. WinBet's got a minus one fifty two, looking like in the minus one sixty, minus one sixty five range, at least according to BetStamp, which which might have a slight delay. Uh, But that's uh, why it's important, everyone, to have multiple accounts on multiple different books, shop around, find the best price available to you. It's 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 the difference. Uh, so chat, uh, poll results are in. So Dave, for each of these games, we throw up a poll and let everybody vote on what they like. So maybe it's this. maybe it's the public opinion, uh, but they have been they have been profitable since we've been tracking. Just the uh, the chat consensus. Fantastic. Uh, so they're gonna. So I gave them the option of the over, the under, or the two run lines, because the run lines are closer to minus one ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're gonna take the Cubs uh, on the minus one and a half run line. I think at least partially listening to us talk about the Cubs, 
but at plus 135, best price actually at plus 138 over on FanDuel on, uh, on the Cubs run line. You get Let's... nervous about sometimes with the home team oh, absolutely. run lines. I, I hate it's... betting home team run lines. It's tough. <laughs> and, and especially a team that um, isn't like in the top half per se of offensive categories. You know, it's not like the Cubs are hitting like the Yankees. I feel better about taking the Yankees as a home team run line than I do the Cubs. So, listen, if the chat's been rolling, ride with the chat. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. it was kind of interesting. I was actually watching the poll unfold. Uh, the the early favorite from the chat was the under, which I which I also do like. If I'm taking a total here, it's the under. Yeah. <laughs> As we started oh, it's talking under. about the Cubs, yeah. then the. Uh, Cubs started yeah. to get some more votes. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of hoping we get to see Contreras start for the uh, for the yeah, Pirates today. Also, be. worth noting that his one start that he made last year was against this Cubs team. Mm. That is interesting. So, How'd that go? Uh, three scoreless innings, three hits, okay. one walk, four Ks. All right. We If, if, if he starts today, we shouldn't expect to see more than five innings out of him. One time through the order, right? Yeah, twi- probably twice through the order. He's He's been pitching down in the minors uh, four and 4.1 innings his last two. Okay. Sorry, so he, he could go five if everything goes well. Um, all righty. Are you guys ready to hop into the next game? We just had to get warmed up with that game. We got to... Yeah, I love... I, it, you got to... Every time we have somebody on for the first time, you have to torture them by talking about their team. I mean, is it torture if we're talking about the Yankees? Then it's not torture. We're talking about the Pirates. Today. Yeah, that, that's I mean, that's on. true. Last person we had on was Ariel. We talked about the Yankees. That was a that was an easy yeah. one. That's not she's torture. She's in her glory talking about the Yankees every <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, she's she's so, happy yeah. right now. She's living yeah. a good life. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you get I, her during football when the Ravens aren't good. That'd I'm a fun. I'm a Ravens fan, so. Oh. I'm, Boy, you I, hit I'm, all the I'm wearing I'm wearing my pit gear. I should I should I should probably tell you I'm from DC, so. Hey Dave, don't worry. I I have that covered with the Ravens slander. I I, I get him yeah. during football season. So, All right. Nice. Yeah. No, I'm a I'm a Ravens fan, Caps fan. Can't root for the the Washington Commanders because their owner's a massive <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> oh, nice. Very good. Okay. Well, that that at least that's good. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and hop into uh. Not the Pirates in a category. Mm-hmm. Number two. Thank you. Pitching duel. Now, key to being a big league pitcher is the three R's. Readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. So category number two is the pitching duel. Taking a look at a game with a good pitching matchup and a low total. And it feels like half the time that we have this category up, it's the Brewers. That we're talking about it feels it feels hard at, at this stage in the year to get the brewers with anybody on the mound at, at a total much more than six and a half or seven and today is no different uh this is early afternoon game uh 110 eastern first pitch uh you got the brewers with corbin burns on the mound hosting the braves trotting out max freed uh brewers sitting at minus 135 minus 140 ish on the money line uh total sitting at a juiced Six and a half. The over is actually sitting at plus money. Uh, Dave, what are your thoughts 
on uh, on this game, and also just a little curious in general, what your uh, what your thoughts are, your strategy is when you see such a low number in baseball. What I've seen now for years, and the popularity of sports betting has increased the popularity of other bets. Like, you know, this would be a classic no run in the first inning play. You know, mm-hmm. you would you would play that, play the no. A lot of guys will play the first five under because you're actually getting two starters who, I mean, legitimately I'd be surprised if both of them don't get to the fifth inning. Something would have to happen unusual the way these two pitch. A lot of guys would rather shorten the game, shorten the bet, and take the first five under. Plus you may get, I haven't looked yet, but it's if it's three and a half instead of three, you may have an advantage. Two ones a winner instead of a push. So, um, don't really give up bombs, either one of these guys. So, I hate trying to pick the winner in these things, Nick. I mean, it's tough. It's right. It's, 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 what we see a one nothing game already in this series. And you have two really good pitchers. Um, I actually, I would lean Brewers, and I'm seeing the line move right now. It's steaming up on the Brewers. So, I get who's playing it, and I get why. Brewers right-handed lineup hit lefties a little bit, go against Freed there. But I mean, it's I, I feel like the side's a coin flip. Do you either? You guys feel strongly about the side? No, not at all. I, I'm tough. I'm kind of with you on that. Um, the one thing I am looking at though is potentially a first five for the Braves, and I almost look at it as a coin flip but getting a plus 120 on the Braves first five and I think for me the splits make me feel a little more comfortable uh the Brewers WRC plus hasn't been great uh against lefties granted it's 90 it's not in the 60s with 100 being kind of the average but I'll take my chances with Freed and you know, the, the other thing to consider here is maybe I look at the spread, the plus uh, 0.5 first five spread at minus 120. But I'm, I'm just trying to figure out which one of those I want to go with. But that's kind of my angle of what I'm looking at with this one. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not taking a side here. I, I think it's it's just going to come down to one of, the, one of these pitchers maybe making a mistake. Or not making a mistake, and and that that allows in a run or two. I mean, like you said, we've seen a one nothing game in this series, and we've seen a three nothing game the other way. Yeah. Runs runs are at a premium, and and like you said, some people like to shorten the game just for for whatever reason. I'm the opposite. I like to I like to extend the game. I like to see as much uh, as a, as a data guy, right? You want to see as much information as possible. Uh, in terms, I guess, in baseball, in terms of just pitches thrown at bats to let the the talent advantage that a team has really really take hold. Uh, so with so first team to the bullpen here loses. Uh, not not necessarily because the the bullpens are pretty good too. I mean, very good. The yeah. the brewer the Brewers pen. I mean, Hader is pitching absolutely unbelievable oh. at the at the tail end. Devin Williams has i mean he's on his best day he's elite on his worst day which has happened more often than the brewers would like over the last couple of years 
right. but he's he's cost the Brewers a couple of games, or at least a a couple of run lines. Yeah. Year. Not that not that <laughs> he cares about that. Um, but it's it's just going to be something where where one pitcher makes a, makes a bad pitch at some point. I don't know who that pitcher is going to be, and I don't want to handicap who that pitcher is going to be. It's too hard. So I'm staying away from the sides. I I think I'm actually going to take the under, uh, the under six and a half in this game. I I trust these guys to go out, give us six innings of pop, and even if if one of them has a has a bad outing, gives up three runs, we we still have some wiggle room and we have some good pens coming in. So right, I'm taking the under six and a half. Nick, give me the uh, first five spread for the Braves. Uh, so yeah. a push, a push is a win uh, if it's tied after five, and that's at minus <laughs> one twenty-two on Fanduel. Yeah, I, I like that as well. Uh, Dave, what's the price to take them plus a half? The plus a half is minus one twenty. Yeah, minus one twenty for the first oh, five. That's good. Yeah, that's it seems good. like it's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Is that what you're gonna you're gonna throw up as your lean? Oh, I guess I don't know if you if you know the visual that we have. We have a big graphic. We have all of the. We have a, a lean that we give out for each of these games. Not necessarily like have to go bet oh. this. But oh wow, okay. What's the first five total under? Uh, you can get you can get a three. Minus one ten, you or minus one hundred five, you can get a three and a half minus one forty. I'll lay the juice. I go three and a half minus one forty. All right, I like it. So we're all, be, yeah, we're all, we're all kind lane. of on the same I'm, page. I'm okay laying that extra juice in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, so let me get all of these up, and then we're gonna take a look at what chat has to say. Uh, so Ben is on a. Braves first five plus point five minus one twenty. Dave's got the first five under three and a half at minus one forty. I'm taking the under six and a half at minus one twenty five. I think it's at uh, and the chat poll results. Uh, we've got. Uh, chat, chat, just like in the plus money day. Uh, it's the Braves. Wow, a very, a very tight vote. Uh, seven votes on the Braves, six votes on the Brewers, five votes on the under, two votes on the over. Uh, but it is going to be a Braves money line at plus one twenty. Not a majority winner, a plurality winner, uh, but it is. <laughs> it is what chat. Is that a statistics on. guy term? A plurality winner? What did you just come up with? So okay, so so uh, so a majority, right, is when it's above fifty percent. Okay. A plurality is is when it's the winner, but it's not above fifty percent. I'm a hundred percent going to use that. I will give you credit for it. Nick gave me this today. Nick, my stat guy. That's what. That's great. Yeah, right. yeah it's a good term. I, I you, learn every day. <laughs> just got to listen. That's it. I love it. Yeah, so let me, uh, I guess I'll lock them in in a second over on BetStamp. Um, so, uh, are you guys ready uh, to hop in to game number three? Let's do it. It's going to be a fun one. It is. All right, here we go. David versus Goliath. 
Average Joes versus the Globo Jim Goliath. This sport doesn't build character, it reveals it. FNA, Cotton, FNA. So, category uh, number three is David versus Goliath. Taking a look at one of the teams, and there was many to choose from today, uh, who are heavy money line favorites. Uh, the one that we're taking a look at uh, in the category today is the Yankees. Uh, we've got Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yanks. Uh, They're sitting at minus a lot. Uh, this has <laughs> got to be moving as as action comes in on the Yanks throughout the day. Throw them in your parlays. There's nobody's right? betting on the Orioles, right? <laughs> Best price on the Yanks right now, minus 250 over yeah. on BetMGM. You're probably paying 20 or 30 cents more for them on on some other books. Uh, Orioles, plus 225. Uh, total sitting all the way down at 7.5 is interesting i love it i love it when we get super heavy uh money line favorites and low totals at the same time you're probably looking like a like a two maybe a two and a half for the orioles team total yeah uh so you, to, you do you want that under i i don't know i don't uh, <laughs> i mean maybe, i mean Cole, cole's been so inconsistent exactly like you can't i i i don't think you can just play that blindly because he gives up a single in a in a home run in the first inning it's it's two runs right away you're so prone to getting to him in the first inning I mean, you want to talk about these yes run no runs things which i still think are coin flips and have taken the betting world by storm but i would bet yes in this situation people people there. love their uh their minus 140 coin flips oh it's 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 amazing they <laughs> yeah. do but i would bet yes i'm I would not lay the Yankees on the run line because of the total being so low. And I think a lot of people make that mistake. They just they, they don't want to pay the juice. So they just automatically, you know, switch it over to the run line with the Yankees. But this is gonna be a low scoring game. So now you're laying a run and a half with a laying a run and a half with a total of nine is a lot different than laying a run and a half with a total of seven or seven and a half. So would be I mean <laughs> I think I would take a run and a half with the Orioles in this situation rather than play the Yankees on the money line. I'm getting a run and a half, and I'm getting plus money. It's an old, wise guy play for years that you wouldn't see a guy for two months, and he pops in today to take the <clears throat> Orioles plus one and a half plus money because it doesn't happen that often. So when you see it, you grab it. That's what That would be my play today. Yeah. And I want to I want to bring up a, a point here. So we were talking uh, last time out, or not last time in the first game. Uh, so the chat voted for the Cubs on the run line, and we were talking about home team run lines uh, and how those can be a little sketchy on the minus one and a half. Uh, so with the Yankees, we've got a uh, home and an away team that is got the the juice run line. So Dave, you want to explain maybe to people why? We've Ben and I have talked about this, but why or what's the difference between taking a, a home team minus one and a half versus an away team minus one and a half, and why are the prices so different? Because you're guaranteed nine at bats with the visiting team. If the home team is winning after the eighth, and they get three outs on the top of the ninth, they don't bat in the ninth. So the price is drastically different. Um, have to pay more juice. You don't get as big of a plus when you got you know the road team. And you take a bigger risk, which means you get a bigger plus, and you bet the home team on the run line. So 
I think this is just one of those things where it's really hard to take the Yankees on the money line, and it feels really easy to take them on the run line. You see that all the time with the road teams. Um, I prefer it myself if I have to decide between the two. The money line is not completely egregious. I like to, to lay the money line with the home team, and I feel more confident taking a run line with the away team. I completely agree. And if nothing else, it's like good for uh, not suffering bad beats. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, and like as a sports better, you know, you know you're going to have bad oh. beats. But, but home team run lines are like the most bad beat prone bet in the world. Like the Dodgers the last few nights? Yeah. Oh. This bull, bull, like they're up, bullpen gives up a couple runs in the, in the top of the ninth. And then they don't even get to bat. You're just done. And then you're like kind of rooting for the team that you're bet against to score more runs. You get to extras. So that you can go to extras and then hit a walk-off two-run home run. And it's, it's like, like it's, why am I rooting for this? Like, why am I so invested in this, like, exact, precise set of outcomes? Yes. yes. Happens all the time. Yeah. So, Dave, after you, you said all that about the run line, <laughs> I, I locked this in last night at minus 140 for the Yankees. And the run line and the reason why is because i am i'm an anti jordan lyles guy um rightly so this is probably some bias for his time when he was in colorado (laughs) um i i think he is a guy who is prone to getting blown up and the way the yankees have been hitting um just hopefully they don't hit it to left field because i don't know why the hell camden decided to move their uh outfield back that was insane. Uh, yeah. I think last night Judge had a hit that it was a home run in every park, but uh, the one he was hitting at. But right, um, I th- I think now it's at minus one fifty. Yes, into the territory where I'm like, all right, this is a little, this is a little too juiced. I think I'm gonna go with the over here because I think Cole's gonna give up a few, and I think you just have the upside with the Yankees bats. So I'm going to go with the over that's sitting at 7.5 at minus 105. It's a Yankees team total, boys. It's 4.5, I think. But I think uh, you Yankees could shop around. Yankees team total, best price, uh, over 4.5, minus 130. Hard to believe they don't get there. Right? Yeah. The and that's really hard to believe they don't get there. Yeah, no, five five for the Orioles feels like a pretty safe proposition. Yeah. If there is such a thing in, in baseball. <laughs> uh, so is that where you're going to go? What's Ben's play? What are you doing? Uh, you did I, like the, I like the full game over. Full game over? Okay. Um, I'll take the run and a half with the Orioles. Okay. I'll take, I'll take plus one and a half. Uh, so we got a plus one and a half uh, at plus one thirty. Yeah, we'll take uh, that. Is a, that is a juicy, juicy plus one and a half. Yeah. Uh, so locking that in. Uh, chat poll results. Uh, the complete fade of what Dave just said. Uh, the Yankees run line is the winner of the poll. With exactly this is my life in the book every day. This mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah, no, you're you're probably the kind of person I always like to ask people. Like, so you you probably know absolutely nobody who's voting on these polls. Do you 
do you feel good or do you feel bad or do you kind of not count it as useful information if you see uh you're gonna use air quotes and say the public on on the same side as you or on the opposite side of you is that oh i don't care about any of that yeah no me neither i, I don't care yeah I, I i've listened to these percentages i see now these bet percentages and all this coming from the books too in it's, the app it's all nonsense <laughs> yeah, yeah like so why, I, I, I don't even I believe people. any of those numbers yeah, yeah why, I question numbers every day. Them out. yeah if they're yeah. in the app come on why would they give you the numbers if it helped you it doesn't help you exactly, exactly. it just it it doesn't logically it doesn't you, make any sense it makes you overthink and then you talk yourself out of plays and then it you know then it wins and you're like oh it's it's too much information, and it's, and in my opinion, I mean, it's useless information. When we were booking, I mean, you know, we would have the exact numbers right there. And, I mean, I would tell people, we're, we got 87% of the bets on one side. Sometimes that wins. Sometimes that loses. Some sports, it's different. I mean, these money line sports like baseball and hockey, if you don't have 90% of the bets on the Yankees, what are you doing wrong? You should have 90% of the bets on the Yankees. They're minus 260. Who wants to bet the Orioles today? He asked 100 people. There's 100 people in the chat. 90 out of 100 are going to say, I want to, I want the Yankees today. So, yeah, Nick, I don't really pay attention to it, um, for better or for worse. I, I, It doesn't matter to me. And you know when I feel good? When the bet wins. I don't feel good until the bet wins. I don't care who's on it, who's not. It's relief when the bet wins. It's don't even feel good. It's just like, oh, all right, next one. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with everything that you just said. I, I always try and talk to people. There's some some people care a lot about oh, where do. those numbers are at, and I'm like, they won't yeah. even bet. They won't bet the the public side, right? Yeah, they could love a play, but the public's on it, so yeah. can't take it. Just it's why you, why you making to, a good it's handicap not a way and to go ignoring like it? This. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Uh. But yeah, and I also completely agree. Like when you win a bet, it's much more relief than anything else. That's how you so know you're like, doing it right. Yeah, it's just like anxiety is you have money pending, and then and then you see that money come back into your account. It's like, oh, okay, that's I can stop stressing. When you've crossed over into when it becomes instead of the highs and the lows, the the highs of winning and the lows of losing, and it's relief and turn the page for the loss. Now you're now you're a real professional. I still don't know where you get that professional gambler license. I'm still looking for that place where we can go get the picture taken and maybe get an ID made. You have you, uh, you got to start that up. This is this is the new business venture, right? You please, you I've can be the one on, to Nick. issue the certifications. I don't want to do you, that. You you <laughs> give you, get, you write up like a like a fifty question test, and and it's like half of it is idea. is sports betting knowledge and then half of it is just like a psychological evaluation and if they score a certain amount they get a license see i don't know how many people are listening right now or how many people are going to listen but next week we'll see somebody come out with this idea that's a right million from dollar idea. right from here that's it, yeah. it is it's a multi-million dollar idea we're venture capitalists would love to get people in their ecosystem and do all of this stuff Maybe we could get a promo code for it, and then we'll be all. We'll, we'll, we won't have to worry about anything. Yeah, Series six point uh, five, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I I don't see what could go wrong. Uh, I love it. So, just to wrap up our uh, our discussion on the Yankees game, uh, I'm I'm on the same play as Ben here. I like this over. 
Uh, I think I think that the over is is a nice middle ground. Sitting at seven and a half, I don't think I would like this at eight, but sitting at seven and a half, it's the middle ground between okay, maybe maybe the Yankees put up a bunch of runs on Jordan Lyles and we hit there. Maybe Garrett Cole gives up a couple of the Yankees pen, which has been not as good as as they were at the start of the year. These last couple of games gives up a couple. Uh, I, th- I think it's kind of the hedge between the different ways that this game could play out. It all it all kind of points towards some runs is is the way that I'm thinking about this. Good man. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, let's go ahead now and hop in to category number four. Batting practice. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. So category number four is batting practice. Taking a look at a game with a high total, uh, a.k.a. the Rockies are playing, of course. Uh, also, Dave, I wish you could have seen the, <laughs> these, these video clips that we play. They're so funny. This one is, <laughs> is the, uh, the, the home run call with uh, Nick Castellanos where he's like, I may never put on this headset again. <laughs> That's, I like we it. Have, we have the audio clips. That's great It's stuff, funny. Man. That's like my favorite baseball call of, of recent years. <laughs> uh, is, so, this the game that, is this the game in this series that goes under? <laughs> how do you, how mean, do you go under here? You I can't. Mean, I feel like this is almost one of those – I think we – tweeted at you the squircle play right where you you try to be so sharp but then you end up just being square yeah <laughs> I, right i think trying to play an under this is how i feel at least uh, man i the bullpens man especially the rockies like shashin coming in estevis like these guys it, it's to the point where you're like hopefully they only just give up a run this inning like that's where we're at right now it's not even like hey let's get out of this inning it's like Let's not allow overrun. And I can't dabble with that. It's either over for me or a first five play. And this is going to be somewhat surprising maybe to people watching, maybe to you guys too. I'm going to go with the Rockies' first five money line at plus 140. And actually it's plus 150 on win bet. Um, Look, Freeland has had some good outings. He's had some bad outings. The Giants actually hit lefties pretty well, which scares me a tad. But I do think Freeland potentially can not get blown up. And I think at this point, we're just hoping that he doesn't give up like over three because I think the Rockies are going to be able to score runs too, which is crazy that we are, are talk- or that I'm actually going on a pitcher, <laughs> kind of <laughs> accepting that he could give up three runs. But I just think that this number is kind of basing it off of his last starts, which is, I, I get it. I mean, he has looked bad. He's been blown up. But I do think Freeland potentially can have some successful innings. So I'm going to go with the, run, or the money line, plus 150, first five. Over for me. That's it. I mean, I, or or Giants, right? The Giants have what, won 11 in a row against the, uh, against the Rockies now? I believe it's yeah, eleven in a they've, row. They've had had the Rockies number. That's yeah, yeah. Sure. They're, they're so five, I just five and zero against them this year. That's for yeah. Sure. I just bet the streaks. So, I mean, it's this would be a, a Giants and over parlay. 
I mean, like if you want to, you know, do a correlated parlay, visitor and over, dog and under, or home team and under is an old school baseball parlay correlation that I've seen wise guys do for a long, long time, and I buy it. So I don't want anything to do with the. I don't want anything to do with the under here. I know that. I'm trying to be trying to be that guy and picking against a streak when they're just scoring runs. They've been scoring runs. It's a day game. I don't even care what the weather is. I don't care what it looks like outside. It's over, and uh, it's Giants. Yeah, I'm. I'm on this over too. It's, it, but both both of these offenses have been hitting the cover off the ball. I mean, especially the Giants. I mean, they've they've scored in the five games against the Rockies this year: eight, nine, seven, seven, and ten runs. And, and it's, they're they're coming to the plate too, not trying to just hit the ball over the fence. Yeah, they're I mean just, it's yeah, it's the Giants' mo, right? I mean they're not a yeah. team that has a lot of power hitters. They just pile together a ton of hits. And and Coors Field, I mean it's a great park for home runs, but it's a great park to string together singles and doubles too. Yeah. So I I think yeah. that the the play style that the Giants have really plays up in Coors. I think that's why we've seen them score so many runs uh, against the Rockies this year. So I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm taking the over here as well. I think getting this at 11, it, I mean, it, it feels weird, especially this year, to say, like, oh, the total's only 11. Over feels like a great value. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, like... You only could, in Colorado, Nick. Well, yeah, only, only in Colorado. Only in Colorado. Exactly. And, I mean, like, you could give me two games and, like, add up the totals, and 11 would be a fair number. But, right. But and, here, and the wild thing is you watch these games, and there's a Royals game uh, with Gomber pitching, no runs, top of the fifth. And you're just going to get one of those innings that has, you know, three to four in the top half of the inning, maybe one to two in the other half, and then all of a sudden, it's it's over its pace. So, yeah, I, I just yeah, I can't do it right now until I see playing under until I see the bullpen of the Rockies just have a few good games. Can't do it. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I want to I want to have we haven't been talking at all about the the model scores. That we have uh we have this game at 12.8 runs oh which What's is a model been running model's been great i mean yeah, that's good. a it's a lot of doing good. a lot of fucking runs that's a lot makes sense, i mean it, they have <laughs> the giants scoring like seven and a half runs today they hit lefties yeah they they, do, they hit lefties Ugh. they've been hitting the rockies it's in course i just got the notification W. Crow is pitching for the Pirates today. Will Crow. Ugh. Will Crow. Yeah. Big steam move up. It's already minus 160, <laughs> minus 170 yeah, in places. Hello. I think I picked the right uniform to wear today. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for the winner, you got the right one on. Also, I like, I like this comment that somebody said. Uh, you could see the pain in Ben's face. When Dave asked how many times in a row the Giants have beat the Rockies, <laughs> you know what's funny, Dave? We've actually uh, done well against the uh, Padres at home yes. and the Dodgers. Yes, but the Giants—it's just the complete can't opposite. Yeah, it's like and the also, Pirates can't beat the Brewers. The same thing. You can't yeah. beat them. And, and Dave, I know you have your show uh, coming up. Uh, so Nick, let's let's get to the walk off to hear what Dave has for his best play of the day. All right, yeah. Uh, so chat loves the over in that Rockies game. 
not so surprisingly. Chad always likes the over mm. in the Rockies game. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's we'll skip the intro. Uh, Dave, what's your what's your favorite play today? Um, uh, I mean, it might be the Cubs now. It, it wasn't the <laughs> Cubs when I first came on, and I was like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll I'll look at that. I've been riding this uh, Minnesota Oakland under so far this week and i think i'm playing it again um it's seven total the twins haven't been hitting at all and neither is oakland i think both of these teams are in the top five in baseball to the under a little bit scary with a day game but i'll take Sonny gray and and, and hope he gets through the order three times and keeps oakland's uh, lineup at bay to hand it off to the bullpen. I I just like under seven, and, and it's not much thought. I don't want to get too deep into the numbers, like you know, stat guys get all into all this. Just know, if I saw six and a half, I would pause. I see seven, I'm like, okay, I think it's a play. Probably play it. Um, full game under might entertain the first five under. Um, We'll see as we get closer, but that is my favorite play of the day, I think, is the Minnesota-Oakland under seven. Yeah, so there's actually a seven and a halfs out there Ooh. right now. So, What's the juice? Um, so you can get an under seven, minus 105, or you can get a seven and a half, minus 125. That's a huge run, half a run yeah. to, to pay. For, I mean, like, yeah, it's a I think three, I'm okay. Three, four is a push versus a win. Yeah. Um, I think I'm okay with that. I'm, I, I think I'm okay with the juice. I think seven and a half. A lot of times, I think, you know, people new to this business or new to betting and stuff, like they're, they're always here, oh, you should always take a plus or you shouldn't lay too much juice. It's not much difference between minus 05 and minus a quarter in that situation to get such an important number. Seven is such an important number. Seven is a huge number on a crafts table. Seven is a huge number at a baseball game, especially in 2022. Seeing these totals fall four, three, five, two, six, one. I mean, there's so many combinations at seven that um, I'm good with. You know, push is nice. A win is better. Be seven and a half under. Yeah, and and I think so. So as the the numbers cut, I mean, if you're looking at a at a minus one hundred five versus a minus one twenty five, I mean, if you're breaking even at minus one hundred five. You you're looking at fifty one percent, fifty one point two percent for for minus one twenty five, fifty five point six percent. I mean, you're gonna hit that seven way more than that four percent of the time, right? Well, that's that's a, that's a that's a way to explain it to people that aren't numbers guys. That, that I mean, there's there's true value there. Yeah. Now, if you go from the seven and a half minus one forty. Obviously, it's mm -hmm. a different. If it's a different conversation, I think twenty five is okay. I wouldn't yeah. like much more than that. And using I, the uh, using our friends over on Abated, their calculator, you're you're spot on. Uh, the value here is definitely with the seven and a half under. You would play that up to minus one thirty eight, comparing these two. Wow. Okay. I would have said I would have topped out at thirty, but if you go all the way to thirty eight, that's excellent. Yeah. Okay. Nice. What is your guys' best bet of the day? What do you got? Uh, ben, you start us off. Let's let's take a look here. Um... It's hard because it feels like there's a bunch of best bets on this board today, no? 
yeah, there's, yeah, a there's some good. That looks good. There's there's some good ones. So a lot of these first fives have moved. I've been hitting them overnight, and like for example, the angels. I like the first five, even though this yeah. is the uh, the anti of what Dave said to not play. Uh, don't get swept. But I think in this case, <laughs> Otani right now. I, I got it at minus one fifty first five for the angels. It's it's up to minus one seventy, so I can't give that out. The other one I was looking at is kind of a play to fade Grinky. Uh, he's he's really starting to regress a little bit. Mm. First five is minus 158. So that may be one for me for the White Sox, but I, I need to figure this out because we need to put this <laughs> put this up. Nick, what about you? <laughs> yeah, so there's a, there's a couple spots that I like. I mean, the... Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of catching the wrong end of some line moves also. Uh, I love I love the Twins. I think that they were sitting at more like minus 150, minus 160 yesterday, earlier today. Uh, but they're like mm-hmm. minus 170 now, mm-hmm. minus 180. And and they're, it's kind of a weird spot. I don't know that I want to lay the minus one and a half with the Twins. And I don't think that I want to pay that kind of juice uh, for them either. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Dalton Jeffries uh, on the mound for the A's. Uh mm. Dave, here's one that maybe you guys can bring up on your show if you have time. Um, Gossman and Marco Gonzalez facing off in that Seattle uh, Blue Jays game. Plus 220 for the Mariners. It feels like there's some good value there. I know Gossman's been incredible, but at some point he's going to have one of those games where he gives up some home runs. It's not going to be a lot of base hits, so to speak. I mean, I, I hate to make this comparison, but like, he has very similar style pitching to DeGrom. And, I mean, he's throwing strikes, right? Like, you know it's coming. You just can't hit it. And right. at a certain point, you know, you're going to have a game where guys are just, they're swinging their hearts out, and they're going to make some contact eventually. I don't know if it's this game or not, but plus 220, I'm I'm kind of looking at that. It's it's on Circa right now. So you see, I it. can't believe the way the Toronto's lineup is not hitting. I mean, they hit homers or nothing. There's nothing in between. They like don't the score a lot last of runs. Year, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or I mean, pitchers, you know, they're limiting big innings against them. It's a lot of solo shots. Osman is the pitcher right now that's not getting the run support. He's not. He, they don't hit when he pitches because he's going against other teams' best pitchers usually. He's top of the rotation. Price seems absurd to me that it's that high. I was looking at that. Going through it right now, I just sent uh, out a text that said, how many dogs win today? There's 15 games today, okay? And it looks like an aces day. This might be a 12-3 and three shot, favorites to dogs. And he just sent me back the text, seven, question mark. Is he nuts? There's not seven dogs winning today. He hates betting baseball. We're going to have that discussion. We're going to have him take one of those ex- exams. Yeah, see if he can get his oh, license. Oh, boy, we don't want to give him any exams. People, It's like the Wonderlick test. Everybody says they want to take it, but then they take it, and they're like, oh, don't tell anybody my score. No. Come on. Nobody wants to take the test. Yeah, it's no like Jim Craig in the movie Miracle. I'm not taking the test, Herb. I'm not taking the test. I was that guy. I didn't take the test. I still don't take the test. I don't want to give the test. Also, last thing about Gossman, he has, I believe, 
two walks on the year. Who? Two. That just shows you like he's everything he's throwing is in the zone, and guys can't hit it. The movement on his fastball right now, it, it's insane. But that's liable at some point. You know, he's gonna have potentially some solo shots. But that, I mean, is that enough? I don't know. You guys follow that pitching ninja on Twitter? Uh, is it? An account called yeah, pitching, where they show the 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 breaks on the balls. It's unbelievable, and you see Gossman's ball. It's literally like the ball gets cut in half, and the bottom just drops off. It just goes like this, boom, down. When he's on, he's so on. You still got to score three runs, I think, for him to win. That's a good. That's a really good point. Yeah, they yeah. would have to get him out by you know fourth, fifth inning, and just hope for some runs by the the bullpen um, to give up. So. I think, right. I think the Jays are the most infuriating team to bet on. They, they're, <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're anti, they're so anti-clutch. Right now. Right. Well, they right were last, now. they were last year too. There yeah, was like they, they, so many situations where they like would need another run for the run line and strand eight guys and not get it. Hey Dave, I think uh, Bichette needs to take some notes from his pops, right? Yeah, maybe. Right. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, that, that, you got these kids that Biggio you know, and Guerrero. Yeah. It's mm. awesome. Dante Bichette was one of my favorite players back in the day. I loved those Rocky teams when Walker was in the outfield. Big Cat Galarraga was at first. I mean, pretty, Rocky pretty stuff sure is my, cool. Pretty I sure my dad had a beer with all those guys. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, they were, they, they, they enjoyed themselves. We'll, we'll, we'll I believe it. That it. Way. Yeah. The Blake street bombers. They were, you, you know, all about that. They were, they were crushing it. So, uh, I know you have your uh, your show coming up. I'm actually uh, very curious to watch what you have to say today. So where can we find the stream at? Where do you guys stream to? So Bostonian versus the book is done live. It's on YouTube. If you search uh, props.com, it's on there as well. But if you search Bostonian versus the book and, and on YouTube, the, the stream will come up. Um, hit it live. There's a chat box there, just kind of like the chat here, where you can, you know, be interactive and communicate with us during the show. Um, we have an odds maker on today from Circa, Jeff Davis, who's a, 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 a hockey guy and a golf guy. So we're going to preview the PGA Championship with him, as well as talk hockey playoffs. But then it's available wherever you get podcasts as well. After, if you want to listen to it, a lot of people like to listen to it on one and a half times speed, which makes us sound faster maybe a little smarter, and you get it done. If it's an hour-and-a-half show, you get it done in about an hour and ten minutes. Numbers guy, the stat guy, Nick, <laughs> can tell me a percentage of how that works. But, yeah, we'll be on there. And then uh, tonight we'll be doing uh, Sports Grid and Sirius XM 159, Sports Grid TV uh, with Gabe and Cam and Dane and, and uh, Wetzel um, every night. Talking in-game live so we can fix all these bets that we make pregame <laughs> fix yeah. them in the in-game. <laughs> Put it's a unbelievable. Put a, ba- a band aid on it. How could you ever it. lose? And then if you if it loses, you just double up. It will just martingale it, right? Oh boy, don't start that shit. <laughs> Nick and I are very anti martingale. No, it's a it's a big it's a big joke with us. Yeah. Is it we okay? Are, good. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. very anti any. Like, oh no, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like I'm sure you could tell some stories. We you don't have time now, but. I hey, we're just gonna I'll, get it I'll, back. What I say is, you know how people on Twitter will like track their records. We like, like. Seven and four plus fifty units or something, like yeah. we're just just gonna just gonna do like a million unit martingale, and then like eventually we're guaranteed to be up millions and billions of units. That's what Vegas Dave did. 
Yeah. Vegas Dave did it, does it, still does it. He's got a billboard next to the mm -hmm. Flamingo exit off the off the 15 here in Vegas. He apparently has all these clients. He's on a game. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then if, game, do if that. game six finally wins after 0-5, you can count it as a win. The whole thing collectively won. The whole thing collectively won. Yeah. If you, and if it doesn't, yeah, you bet. get an eight-game losing streak. You're you're living on the street. Don't do that. I've seen that. Don't do that. Yeah, no, nobody, oh. nobody do that. Also, the last thing I want to say, I know you have to run, is you hit a crazy derby bet. It right? did. It was a three. It, it was a tri was it a exacta? Fifty cent trifecta. Trifecta. I, I hit the all button on the top. I took all the handicapping out of the winner because I've had so many times I've had first and third, second, third, and fourth come around it and just never got the mix because. Betting it to win is like betting a straight bet on a baseball game. It's fun. It's not fun because you can win more if you do exactus and trifectus. So, yes, I hit the all button at the top, BC. And I keyed five horses underneath in second and third. 50 cent trifecta ticket cost 180 bucks. It paid $7,500. It was amazing. And I have a story for a lifetime that right strike who must have been doped up, hyped up, I don't know what, got around all them horses around the last turn and won the race. Longest shot in the history of the Kentucky Derby, and I got the ticket. The problem with this is it was fun, and I'll tell the story for the rest of my life. I gave the money to the wife and the kids because I don't want to it, it just settle all arguments. Good man. But now everybody thinks I'm a horse guy, and they want to know who I like for the Preakness this week. <laughs> I have no opinion about the Preakness this week. I'm trying to find out from my horse guys, you know, Frankie Fat Stacks and, and, and Sean Oda Golf Pro and, and my other guys. And I got your number. I'll tweet. I'll, I'll text yeah, you. Yeah, send me, send me the, the ponies, man. I'm going to need some pony locks. Yeah. We'll, send you, <laughs> we'll, pony we'll, locks. we'll send you any plays. We'll put it out on the Twitter if we come That's up with anything man. good. Thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. We'll have to do it again. Yeah, and thank you, thank awesome, you for man. coming on, taking the time out of your day. We appreciate it a lot. And, and I, the one thing I learned, Dave, is make the wife happy because I'm getting married in a few days. So thank you for that. When is the wedding? Uh, it's the 27th, so it's coming up. My anniversary okay. is May 29th. Okay. So we'll, uh, nice. we'll have any, that Any, any tips for me on, on marriage? Do what she says. Okay. Just do it's what she says. Happy, that, happy wife, right? Well, happy wife, happy life, happy wife, happy life applies. But sometimes you got to dig your feet in and take a stance. First year is not the time for that, Ben. Just all listen right. to what she says. I'm, go along I'm with the program. All, I'm writing. You down take all, these all the pictures <laughs> you want on 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 the wedding day. Whatever she says, just smile and say, "I got you." No problem. Wine and diner through that first year and then you can start like you know establishing yeah. your position but right now just let her let her push and you just go along take a charge every you know once in a <laughs> while let it go let it go love it great stuff congratulations buddy thank you man yeah i appreciate it and we'll, we'll have you on again uh guys make sure to i dropped the link here uh make sure to uh give him or follow the the show. It's going to start in about I think ten minutes here. So um, yeah, I got to go yeah. right now. Do the production yeah. meeting. So you can you can producer. take off here now, Dave. Yeah. Thanks again. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Thanks, boys. Talk to you soon. All right. Yep. See ya. We'll see you. We are Penn State, Nick. We are Penn State. Hail <laughs> the pit. Bye. Bye.
It's gonna do the funky. Yeah, I switch. Hold on, I switched over to the thing with two. I just need to uh, change. Gotta update the what we're capturing on Discord. Did we have a poll? No, we're gonna Discord? we're gonna get okay. into chats. Favorite bets yeah. in. You know, we're not going anywhere yet, guys. We're gonna talk about There's some. There's Ben. Uh, some best bets from the chat. There's I'm Nick. curious. I'm curious. Chat. Are are we on board with Otani today, or are the Rangers gonna sweep the Angels? That's what I want to know. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. All right. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, that was awesome. It's it's great to have guys who've been there, done that, and then some. Yeah. on the stream it's very very important to listen to what these people have to say they have very valuable perspective uh so it was it was a pleasure having dave on uh so chat let's go ahead and make a Sweet. poll for you guys uh let's see what y'all's favorite bets of the day is you should know the drill by now uh give me the bet that you like could be a money line run line team total Game total, nerfy, yurfy, first five, whatever. Uh, just give me the bet and give me uh, the price of the bet so I can put it in the poll. Um, while we're at it, uh, bet, out of focus. Uh, what yeah, is your... I'm, tr I'm, I'm trying to fix it. Yeah, it's usually me that's out of focus. It's you today. Uh, hold on. Uh, let's see here. My best bet. Yeah. What is your favorite bet? And also chat. Uh, what do we got? Oh, actually, yeah. Let's, let's, let's get the poll up first. Um, hmm. Rockies over. That's probably going to be a popular one. This, this is an interesting slate for me. I have a lot that I like, but I don't have anything that I'm like, that's my best bet. You know? Mm-hmm. Not yet. I'm going through uh, what I fired up. Especially a lot of these moved. Like these first fives on FanDuel. I'm telling you, if if you like a favorite, get in early because. Oh yeah, uh, it, it, they at the MLB lines always, with with some exceptions, but almost always move in the direction yeah. of the favorite. Like if you want to yeah. bet favorites, you have to bet them early. If you want to bet dogs, wait. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the Rockies-Giants over at minus 110. That was the winner of that poll earlier on. Uh, we've got the White Sox and the Royals. First five over four and a half at plus 112. We've got the Mets run line, minus one and a half at plus 115. Uh, let's do Athletics. Money line plus one fifty. That uh, was a first chat from Herbug. Welcome to the stream. We'll see how the uh, see how the pick does in the poll. Coming in hot, representing uh, Stomper and the Oakland A's. Yeah. Shout out Stomper, the hyphy mascot. Uh, and we need one more. Let's go with the. Uh, we'll take we'll take big germs. Uh, Raise. raise team total. See, but team here's total. what happens. If it doesn't hit, Over. he's gonna blame us. Three and a half. And if we put if we don't put it in, it will hit. Minus one twenty five. Uh so poll is up. Yes, the uh 
So on Betstamp, there's two different numbers. You could get the 7 in that game, uh, the under at minus 105. You could get the 7.5 at minus 125 over on Circa uh, is where that number was at. And it's still, it's still there right now, uh, at least according to Betstamp. Uh, also, Nick, we have our first 300, minus 300 of the year, I think. Do we? Yeah, are the, are Dodgers. the Dodgers there? They hit it, yeah. Yankees are close. Yankees are close. Dodgers, Yankees, uh, parlay. What could go wrong? Uh, I, nothing. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Uh, all right. Arbuck <laughs> says, not even voting for my own shit play. Have some confidence. Have some confidence in yourself. I believe I in you. I mean, I like the Twins, but I, but I believe in you. That's how I felt yesterday with the first five under in the Giants Rockies. After I was like, oh, that was such a bad play. Uh, so, uh, that, do you want today, Nick? Uh, I mean, preferably your favorite play of today should be from today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ohio State minus 13 and a half. Ohio State money line. I'm actually not kidding, by the way, on that. But um, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Max Freed angle here. I'm going to go with the Braves and the first five spread, Nick. All right. Same one that we I, locked in earlier on. Yeah. I could see this being like a 1-1, a even maybe even a 2-1 game for the Braves, potentially. But just give me, a, give me Freed and a Brewers offense that hasn't hit lefties well. I think Freed... I'm not saying he's the better pitcher in this matchup, but I think he does have the better matchup. So that's a a, a money line, or sorry, a, a tie, and that bet hits. Yeah, no, I like it. We we talked about it earlier. Uh, I think I think it's a pretty good look. Brewers bats are so inconsistent, also, especially against teams that are not the Reds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, I'm going with my favorite play, and then we'll, we'll we can talk about some of these other uh, things that people in chat are asking about. Uh, I'm going with one that starts in 15 minutes. Uh, I'm taking the under in the Tigers and Rays game. Uh, that number is up to seven and a half in some spots, which which is what kind of pushed me over the edge. Oh no, it's up to seven. Uh, it was at six and a half. It's at seven now. Uh, you can get the under seven at minus one fifteen over on Caesars. Uh, both of these teams, Tigers especially, bats ice cold. Uh, Drew Rasmussen has been pitching extremely well. Uh, he's given up one or fewer runs in each of his last four starts. Tigers don't hit righties well at all. 70 WRC plus against them this year. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, potentially a little worrisome for, for the Tigers, but I think he's a, he's a guy that gets undervalued a lot. Prone, mm-hmm. prone to having a bad game here and there, but he's a he's a solid pitcher. He's a he's a guy who's not gonna lose you a ton of games. And I think getting this number at seven, even if Erod goes six and gives up three runs, we're looking we're looking good. Uh, Model has this game at more like six. Uh, so this is a spot that I like quite a bit. I like it. I mean, the the Tigers watching them offensively, they they struggle mightily, just racking up at bat after at bat, right? Like you'll get Shoop or 
you know, scope. one of those guys to get a hit. But as far as just back-to-back-to-back hits, I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. And yeah, full game under. That's where I'm at. Uh, so waiting on the chat poll results. Uh, let's start talking about them in a second. And yeah, behind the lines is back. Oh, we should uh, we should wait for that to start and then go raid them. Mm, for sure. Send. Also, real quick, uh, or actually, Nick, do we want to continue? I was just going to reference a, a comment, a question. Uh, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, Sonny Gray was on a pitch count, but he is off of a pitch count. Last game, and I actually tweet or looked this up on Twitter, and one of the reporters asked the head coach, but it looks like he was on a pitch count, but then last game he pitched 82 pitches, so he should be able to go deep if need be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's he's working his way up. So what's up, Chelly? What's up, Chelly? Chelly, uh, sorry. Taking his shirt off. I love love to see it. Ayo. 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 Uh, yeah, I and- think we might get on there sometime. Yeah, we were talking with Krabs about it. I think it's his first. This is the first one uh, back up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think his plan. I mean, I, I don't want to give away too much of what his plan is, but I think he's also trying to incorporate uh, people from a broader spectrum, it kind mm-hmm. of in, in the same way that we are. Yeah, wants higher IQ guys on, right? Mm, yeah, much much higher IQ than us. <laughs> and then I see Nick on all the time. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, all right, guys. Yeah. High yeah. IQ, yeah. That's, that's funny. That's funny. No Who's ben. Brian Johnson? Brian Johnson sounds like a some sort of, like, reliever a pitcher from, like, the 90s. For, for some reason, I didn't instantly recognize the name Brian Johnson, and I was just, like, ready for, uh, for like, a D's nuts joke. But then I was like, I, like I don't, I don't think there's one there. But there, there might was be. A I don't know. Reliever, not from the '90s though. Is Brian is Brian Johnson like a real person? I mean, there is a Boston lefty named Brian Johnson. Yeah, it's like such a generic name. Yeah, like Mike Smith. Oh, he's an MLB better. Well, I mean, oh, he could have been. He nice. could have been the pitcher. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, so quick, I guess recap. Uh, Jaybird said, "What are you guys' best bets?" Um, so Ben's favorite bet is the Braves first five spread, obviously plus point five at minus one twenty against the Brewers today. My favorite bet is the under seven. Don't play it at six and a half. I like paying a little extra for the seven, minus one fifteen, minus one twenty. Uh in the Rays and Tigers game. Uh Dave, aka Sports Betting Concilier. I I still think I'm not pronouncing that right, but whatever. I think the first time you actually had it. Uh he likes the under seven and a half. Uh, in the Twins and Athletics game. And let's take a look and see what chat's favorite bets of the day were. Uh, so I think that there's some people rolling in who uh, are not typically here for the stream. Uh, but we run chat polls uh, on all of the games that we talk about, see what chat likes. Uh, and the poll for chat's favorite play of the day has just finished up. Uh, and it is the over in the Rockies and Giants game. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I I mean, honestly, like, I, I like that. Again, I, I cannot play an under and cores until I see probably two or three good games from the bullpen of the Rockies. Yeah, no, it, it's it's just not something that you can do, especially with the way that the Giants have been hitting. Like we we were talking about it earlier, they've they've scored at least seven runs in all five games that they've played against the Rockies this year, and that's in cores mm-hmm. and not in cores. Yeah, and look at the Royals too, like mm-hmm. the the series before. It, it's not. I mean, you have both of those factors, but for me to just try to say they're due to not hit the ball, I and even even my lean of Freeland having a decent outing it's it's i mean the more i talk about it the more i don't like it but i'll take the plus money and hopefully we get some run support yeah and and i'm i'm not worried about like it being due to go under like i I don't i don't believe in things being due Mm -hmm. i believe in things existing in a not not in a vacuum yeah but there's not such direct like this happened this way so then it has to happen this way whether yeah. it's the and same also, or the opposite also we believe in subscribing using amazon prime for free <laughs> right yes we do we do believe yeah in uh linking your amazon prime account and your twitch account and subscribing that a, somewhere that was good that was a good transition that's not bad yeah i liked it and you have to re-up it, it, it doesn't uh it doesn't reoccur so just just remember and then you get the cool little sub badges. Um, rumor has it you'll get wifed up with a sub badge. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. getting married. Uh, maybe some people don't want to have that happen, but I'm happy. So, yeah. Um, Alrighty, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the stream now. Uh, Crabs is live. Uh, we're gonna go. Yeah, everyone, just stay in here. Yeah, stay in here. We're just gonna raid it. We're gonna so go. Yeah, throw them. Get our number up for the raid. Raid. Uh, so thank you to everyone for tuning in. I uh, appreciate it very much. No stream for us tomorrow. Uh, speaking of crabs, though, we will have crabs on on Friday. Same time as always. It'll be at 11.30 Eastern. Uh, so be sure to tune in for that. Uh, good luck with the bets today. Take it easy. Uh, we're going to go raid Bucket Sports. See ya. All right.